Good morning, America. Back to Business Monday. Holiday for some people. It is June the 19th, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Big show is on 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on your free Boss app. Crew is all here, ready to go. That'll be a big morning this morning, making a cash call for $1,000. Wow. Grand yes. prize if you qualified with those Boss Radio Bucks, you won a little boom box. 820, we're making a cash call. Love tickets, go see Tears for Fears this morning. Dead Guy in the Envelope on the way at 710. Mm. First one of the uh, he said she said at seven fifty so it'll be a big morning. Well, well, well. How about those Red Sox this weekend, Joseph? Whoa, man, what a series! Swept the Yankees through all three games. Love it. Yep. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, I was uh, just scrolling as we we're watching TV, and I saw you posted something about Aaron Judge, and I went, uh, "Joe's drinking. He's out. all up. He's posting angry, grammatically Everybody incorrect Facebook posts." Out. Anybody not named Judge uh, and Volpe and the pitcher. What's his name? Everybody else. Out. Yeah. Fire everybody. Cut everybody. Come on. Come on. Every team loses a series. Every team loses a series. You're that upset about it? They were horrible. That game on Friday night. Yeah. I actually watched a little bit of it. They were (laughs) god-awful. Throwing the ball around. And first of all, that that band box you play in should be knocked down. (laughs) Routine fly balls to left field are turned into doubles. Yep. Bounce off the wall. It's it's ridiculous. It's so these guys are so strong now. Seriously, they're so strong now that any right-handed batter can every time up can hit a double. And it's just it's it's just stupid. It should really be just knocked out and rebuilt or. Now, come on. Yeah, but both, on. Team, no, both teams can do that, Joe. Yeah, I know that, but they don't because you got to. You don't know how to play the ball. It's always been like this. It goes back generations. Is that, you know, the guys from Boston, look at Yastrzemski. He was the best left fielder in Red Sox history, probably, right? Sure, sure. And he knew how to play the ball off of that wall everywhere it hit because he was there every day. You know? If you get a Yankee in there who's, at best, an average outfielder, you know what to do. The one guy missed it completely. Hit a fly ball to left field. It comes out there and he jumps up and misses it by two feet. Come on. You're terrible. You're major leaguer. Cut him. I believe that Fenway out. is the smallest uh, ballpark by square footage. Does that sound right? I think it is. Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure. because it's uh, yeah, They haven't updated the damn thing since 1912, really, other than adding some seats. So. But then but then the other thing, too, is, is that uh, center field's 420. Right. But then you have this you know little league park in left field. <laughs> and it just it's just it's ridiculous. Uh, Joe's doing the drunk te- the drunk posting on Facebook. Not oh, happy. I was mad. Oh, I could tell. I could tell. But I'm I'm happy about the weekend. I've had a lot of people uh, send me messages because I've been uh, incessantly complaining about the uh, back situation, back pain situation I got going on. And I got a note over the weekend from listener Franca. <laughs> Franca. Who goes way back with you, Joe, by the way. She's a longtime fan of yours. And so she was excited to find you here on our show now. So she sent mm-hmm. a note. She said, I heard you talking about your back. She's like, oh, let me Franca. tell you a story. She said, I was... I don't want to give her age, but she was not that old. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, I go in and I tell the doctor, I got back pain. I'm having trouble walking. He's like, you got to get a hip replacement. She's like, so maybe that's what it is. And then I spent most of Saturday afternoon yep. being like, well, this is what it is. Yep. I got to get a hip replacement. My grandmother had a hip replacement, so it runs in the family. Thank you, Franca, for that. So the whole really weekend, I, you start Googling, you know, what the symptoms are. And I'm like, maybe that is the problem. <laughs> Probably not, but it could be. But she put that idea in my head. Then yeah. I was reading about how it could be a blood disease. <laughs> It was oh, a really, really, really long day on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> really long day. This is how sad it got, Joe, is that uh, she's not, she being Rochelle, not uh, you know going along with my drama. And so I go, I'll, I'll get my mother on the phone, call her. 
He did. He called his mom. He called my mommy. That's how much it hurt on Saturday. Wow. How sad is that? So. Well, you missed the meat truck. Oh, yeah. How, so how was the, uh, how did that go for you? How was that whole deal? It went deal? great. Great. We had a great time. A lot of, lot of folks stopped by. I have fully intended on coming to see you. Joe was at uh, Menlo I was Park dressed Mall. and ready to go. And Edison, I, I yeah. was ready to go as well. And then I sat down for a bit. When I got up, holy Moses, it just wasn't happening. So she goes, well, we're going nowhere. We're supposed to go see the Flash movie, which was the number one movie over the weekend, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And all my plans just went up in smoke. But I saw the pictures and it looked like you were having a blast. So that's good. The van kids were. When I told them you weren't coming, they were, it was a bit of a sigh of relief. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The boss roadies are I make them nervous. Yeah, they didn't want to be right here. <laughs> we had a great time. Yeah, you you look like you're having a great time. Who took those pictures, though? Because they were a little blurry. Not the best pictures. Uh, I forget which one of them did. <laughs> All right. I was just making sure that wasn't you because someone said it looked like they were oh, no. taken through no, a potato. I, they were mm-hmm. a little... That was Kane that <laughs> little, said that. A little hazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kane. Good job out of here. Appreciate it. Well, we sold some meat this weekend, so that's a win. We got that going for us. Yeah, a lot of people were buying, you know, buying the, the 20 for 40. That's great. I'm looking, yeah. uh, I'm going to see my Italian doctor to get this thing looked at. I'll tell you what I'm looking for. I want a handful of high-test pills, and it'd be nice if he had some leftover meatballs from Sunday sauce. That's what no, I'm looking he's for. He's not going to do either one of them. I know. Those. Nope. I know, but that's what I'm looking for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I know. Shocker. He's going to want to uh, do a, a something. Yeah, you're going to get testing done. You got any leftover meat from you? Buy any ribeyes out there? You get some of those no. you could give me? No. I didn't buy it. You got nothing. You know what? The only reason I didn't, honestly, is because one of Marion's sons is moving out to Colorado. And in his house in Pennsylvania, he had, had bought last, uh, about four months ago, a cow with four of his buddies. Oh. <laughs> so we had a quarter of a cow left. So my freezer now is filled. I see. He's trying to, with beef. He's trying yeah. to clean out the house before he moves. Huh? Yeah. So I we brought you. it all down here. And now I've got all this beef out there. <laughs> so that's the only reason I didn't. I, w- I was going to, but then um, Mary Ann said as I was leaving, we have enough beef. <laughs> all right. Do also, uh, Kermit said he heard you uh, saying you were giving away hats and some other said, he go, I don't think we got any of those. <laughs> so you were just making stuff up as to what oh, we, we were giving away. Stuff up. I yeah, love we it. were having fun. I love it. That's show business right there, baby. We, <laughs> were, having great, we were having a great time making stuff up. It was awesome. <laughs> and these two kids are looking at me like, you know that? Uh, uh, can you do that? I said, "Hell yeah! Who cares? Who cares? Let's go." Good thing Robbie isn't coming. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Be spinning the wheel. People are coming up. Want a T-shirt? Yeah. How many you want? Three. Good. I should have these ex- away. Should have expected the logo no out there, baby. All right, that's good. We got we got hats. We got bars of soap with the bus logo. We, we got it all. Come and see us. I thought we had hats. When I said that, I thought we had hats. I we, think we do. We do we have might, hats. We I just have don't, winter hats. Right. I'm not They're sure the they winter hats. bring them out to every event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. We had, we had cups. We had keychains. Yes. We yeah. had um, stickers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Although there's a problem with the stickers. What's that mean? They're, well, they're, they're on the inside. Right, they're not they're stickers. Inside stickers. They're window clings. Right, they're static. Yeah. Uh, and they're on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't see them if you have tinted glass. Like almost every car has now. Oh. Well, I didn't think of that, so I'll get right on it. <laughs> They have to be on the outside, like <laughs> magnets or uh, or actual old-fashioned stickers. I forget everybody's mafioso around here at his titted windows. <laughs> yeah, everybody. No, I mean, they just come that way. Yeah. My, I didn't, you know, my car just came that way. Yeah. I got those neon and I went to put it in it, window. and I looked, came around, yeah. looked to see my my good-looking logo on the back of the car, and you can't even see it. I know. Mm. Yes, I got those neon T-shirts coming soon, too, so we'll do that the next time we're sitting oh, out there. Oh, those, those will be great. That's going to be mm-hmm. great. 
That'll be a lot of fun. I tell you, I'm increasingly perturbed by how your phone listens to you. Yeah. Your apps all speak to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you mm-hmm. watch one thing and you, you look it up on YouTube and then shows come up recommended. So if you look up uh, vacation destinations and all of a sudden you start getting deals. So I guess we must have mentioned something along the way. Maybe it was over Father's Day weekend. You said, I'll tell you what you'd love for Father's Day is a big bidet or some, a butt wipe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, get your wet wipes. You'd be happy. You get an ad from Walmart and you send it to me as a joke. You're like, I'm telling you, right. Your phone's listening to you. They sent you an ad for a toilet aid for wiping, <laughs> folding comfort. Yes. It's the wipe assist toilet aid. <laughs> this is a real thing. And you sent me the link to this. And I said, you know what? I think I do want this. <laughs> so it kind of looks like a long shoehorn or a selfie stick, if yeah, you will. Yep. It's got a nice grip on the end uh-huh, of it. And uh-huh. then it's got a folding head <laughs> with a brush on the end. And I guess you could wrap toilet paper around it, whatever. I don't. What would be great is if this thing was hooked up to a little water injection. <laughs> Squirt it right up there. Yeah. And this is while you're sitting on the toilet or if you can't reach around. Right. This helps you clean yourself. And listen, that's important personal hygiene, is it not? It is. I think I do want this. I said, it is. and I But I sent this to you as a joke. Oh, and no. I, and I loved it. I could not believe how excited. $14.14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14
I don't care about a car. I want a big diamond rock. Like, just upgrade this mother so I can't lift my hand up. We'll get you the plastic one. It looks real. Yeah. I was like $60. What if I take you to dinner? Is that good enough? Get a nice bottle of wine? That's not That's not nice? Yeah, this cool. is four? This is four? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Uh, your fourth yeah, marriage. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You can do it every once. Yeah, Joe said like six or seven fourth anniversaries. It's no yeah. big deal. It's no big milestone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's not a milestone. I just, again, if you if you remembered or somehow got a card and yeah. signed it, that I would I would be, I'd be happy with that. That's okay. All right, I can do that. I'm, I'm pretty easy to please. I can do that. Also the Botox. Well, there's no, there's no showing that you can do that because right. you have not done that in right. the past. Right. And and right now, Joe, if he if he hasn't thought ahead, which he knows every year our anniversary comes on the same date. Yeah. I know. If he hasn't gone to get the card yet, it's not happening because now his back hurts so bad that he can't get in and out of the car himself. <laughs> so the card is not happening. So that's why I said if I got one, I would be shocked. Can I do a little door dash on that? Do they go pick that up for you? Maybe sure. You can you can Amazon a card. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You can just give me an Amazon gift. I don't have an Amazon account, though. You've got everything. I wouldn't know how to do the Amazon. Listen, you log into Amazon from your phone, my phone, the computer. They're already logged in with everything saved. All I got to do is hit send. (laughs) Why don't you pick your card out and just have it sent to yourself, and I'll sign it for you. You can just leave it somewhere where I'll see it. Okay. At least I know what our anniversary is. It'll be a card to the Botox Center, and you can go ahead and sign that. If I just let you get the Botox, am I off the hook on the card? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. Can we get that? Uh, we gotta get. We must have a sponsor that can. Can we get somebody to? I mean, I can get a no. group. I can get a Groupon. No. There's Groupon. You're not for trading out your anniversary gift. <laughs> oh, he absolutely. Now, when you put it, do that when you put it that way, it sounds a little chasty, But yeah, it's because it is. All right, you don't do that. <laughs> well, I've kind of done that more than once. I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah. I think everyone well, has done the it. Day, yeah. Back in the day when that was normal. Now it's sleazy. I don't think it's sleazy at all. If she became the spokesperson for one of the, uh, you know, one of the plastic surgery centers or whatever. Well, that means fine. I'm working for my gift then. It's not a gift. It's just me doing my job. <laughs> yeah, but I'll have been the conduit of the no, situation. No, you wouldn't no. have. What? Why? No. Just get a card. You can do this. Man, I can't think if I'm a Botox place of any place I'd, any or any one, I'd rather have more out in front of my place than Robbie Bridges. No, I wouldn't have anything to do with it. It'd be just her. It'd be just her. No one wants me. My point her. exactly. Yeah. Right. So I'd be earning my own gift. I mean, the right. people uh, where you've gone before love us, so maybe we can get them in here and then it all, you know. I think uh, our listener who who brought me there actually tried to get her doctor to advertise, uh, and he's like, I'm booked. I don't need to advertise. That's the problem is that these guys are already doing right. so well, they feel like they, they can't handle any more right. business. Right. right. So that's Which a, is a good thing. I mean, good, good problem for to have, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll bring you up to Canada. Get some guy in the back of a van to do the, pl- the Botox <laughs> for you. Awesome. You are the worst. <laughs> My eyes will be shut forever. <laughs> Drooping Just, eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look like Governor Phil with a weird face. Your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get the dentures like Governor Phil. Seriously, though, just a card would be good. And and honestly, I know you can't drive right now. I mean, I so can drive. I can do it. I just can't get out of the car without great pain. Right. So I don't know how you're going to do that. So I, I would be shocked if you thought ahead because there are several times you were not with me because you always say we're always together. So there are several times prior to this date because you've had a whole year that you've not oh been boy. with me. You could have picked one up. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. It's bad. <laughs> This is bad. Joe just can can feel my face falling. It is bad. bad. This is bad. bad. Here's the good news, though, is that uh, I go Friday morning, and then she's out of town this weekend. Yeah, except our anniversary is Thursday. I know, but that's fine. So then after I get scolded, then I get the weekend to 
be alone. Lick right. your wounds. Yeah, that's right. So we have three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Joe, can you get it for me? I'll pay you back. <laughs> Well, first of all, that wouldn't, second part of that wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, never living that down. I'll send her a fruit basket. <laughs> since it's fruit. Yeah. Thanks. What is it? Fruit and flowers? Is that fruit what it is? Flowers. Right. I, have I not yeah. bought you flowers just because before? I, I do nice things sometimes. Right. Yeah. Let's be creative. Let's think about this. <laughs> a little cornucopia. Be like Carmen Miranda. Awesome. Take a cornucopia. If you're going to get me fruit, it's got to be chocolate dipped because nobody wants fruit. There you go. That you can have delivered. Let's see, the chocolate people. See if we get the chocolate people. Oh, the chocolate carousel people. That's what we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got John and Lisa's cell phone right here. Make that happen. They'll probably hand deliver it because they're great people. Yeah. yeah. I suspect. They'll help you. Yeah, John will take care of it. He's looking for things to do, according to Lisa. So (laughs) (laughs) he's looking to stay busy. So maybe he'll come help me out. John, I'm in deep trouble. If you're listening right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give me a uh, buzz. You got you got big problems. You're not. Problems. You don't have big problems. You got a couple days. Right. You yeah, got I, plenty well, that's of what I'm time. Saying. Right. Plenty of time. Okay. Hey, look. Here's a here is a uh, fruit and flowers basket. Eighty-seven ninety-five. What is this? One eight hundred flowers. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Flowers. Don't send, don't spend that much because I could put that towards my Botox. Yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I might as well just let her get the Botox. That's like two hundred. So I'm I'm looking for gifts uh, twenty five and under here, Joe. That's be real. <laughs> Working on a budget. Okay. Oh, I also blew one hundred and twenty bucks at the chiropractor last week, and I got nothing to show for it. I'm eating mm. handfuls of pills this morning, trying to keep my back from exploding. So mm. gotta watch the budget a little bit, you know. That's how we know. gift in our house. <laughs> that's trouble. Twenty five dollars. That's not a lot of money. I'm screwed. <laughs> Probably. Right. With this look at the roadways, here's Joe. All right. Wave is building. It's about four miles offshore, and here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> good morning, Ken. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm good. It's good to talk to you. This is going to be a passion project for you uh, out this week. I'm sure it's uh, exhilarating to see it on the shelves. A hundred places to see after you die. A travel guide to the afterlife by Ken Jennings himself. So where did the idea for this come from? I was actually in an airport a couple of years ago, and I was noticing that those bookstores and airports always have a lot of those, like, a thousand places to see before you die. Yeah. But I was, I realized that, that left out a lot of the story. You know, you got all these books about places to see before you die, and they're leaving out a big part of the audience. You know, there's, there's billions of people after you die. And I don't know if they buy books, but, but I've always been really interested in, in human imagination about the afterlife, heaven and hell. And it always seemed like such a great mystery to me. You know, what lies out there? Haunted houses, ghosts, angels, nobody knows. Sure. And being the intellectual that you are, of course, there's some history involved in this as well, because you tackle things like Dante's Inferno and what would the Egyptian afterworld, underworld have been like? You know, we've all seen the pictures of the tombs where they would leave, you know, items for you know, pe- the kings and the pharaohs after they died and that sort of thing. So there's some history involved in this as well. Yeah. You know, the pleasure of the book was researching the afterlife, you know, all the way back to ancient Egypt, Babylonian, the Greeks, African religion, you know, the Aztecs, the Maori uh, afterlife journey that begins with a cliff dive into the ocean. Um, amazing stories all the way up through, you know, religion and Dante's Inferno. And then even today, like more Americans say they believe in an afterlife today than 50 years ago. And so you've got haunted houses and TV shows like The Good Place that are set in the afterlife. 
Right. Uh, South Park, The Simpsons, Twilight Zone. You know, a lot of these are going to be good memories for people reading about some of their favorite pop culture afterlives. I have a uh, a friend, and of course, you know, we, you have a couple of scotches and cigars. You start talking about these things and wondering, and he has a joke that I think is funny and you'll appreciate where he says, uh, you know, I go up there and they push the button. I'm going down to hell. I, the door opens to hell and it says, oh, Sinatra and the Rat Pack are playing tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he's hoping happens if he ends up down there. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, heavens all the way back to Homer and Virgil where they imagine seeing celebrities in hell, like like in the Iliad uh, or in the Odyssey. Odysseus sees Ajax and Achilles in uh, in the underworld, and he's like, "Hey, there's celebrities here." And of course, there's the same joke in The Simpsons and South Park. But you're, I think you're right. A lot, an awful lot of the best celebrities might not be in heaven. Well, I don't know the answer to that. But uh, now, when you think about this uh, seriously, it, is there is there something that that you Hope to see when you, you know, pers- cross those pearly gates, hopefully. Is there something that you imagine will be the case? Or, you know, what are your takeaways, I guess, is what I'm asking after doing the research to write this book? I mean, I'm a rationalist by nature, but I'm also an optimist. And I'm a writer. You know, I love yeah. a sense of narrative. And you want there to be a big finish. You know, it, it would seem disappointing if death and oblivion is all there is. And, right. you know, I like the idea of an afterlife where you see your loved ones that you missed. You know, some, you know, you haven't seen grandpa and grandma since you were a kid. And there they are. I think I would like a heaven where questions get answered. You know, heaven is a library where you can actually look up all the mysteries you didn't know in life. You know, what really killed the dinosaurs and, and who really wrote Shakespeare and what happened to Amelia Earhart? And, you know, a lot of these unexplained things actually get explained. That's a fascinating answer. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Is there something, as again, as you're doing the research that was very strange and you didn't know anything about it? You know, as far maybe a, a culture's belief or something to that effect? Yeah, there's amazing funerary rituals I didn't know anything about. I think um, thousands of years ago, Zoroastrians would just, um, would just bring their deceased up on tops of mountains and let the birds peck at them. You know, that was how you returned to nature. Um, in African religion, a lot of tribes, uh, if they... Uh, if they found, if they couldn't have any of the dead body to bury, you know, if wild dogs, for example, finished off a dead body. Oh my God. Of, it's, it's a little grim. Yeah. They would, they would find the largest piece of fruit they could find and bury a piece of fruit in the earth. Huh. And if somebody died, if somebody died at home, they would make sure they didn't take the body out through the door. They would actually cut a hole through the wall because they didn't want the dead to know their way back. You know, you don't want the ghosts coming back. So you dig a hole, you put a hole in the wall, you take the body out, and then you fill in the hole. So like, there's a lot of amazing beliefs that go back thousands of years. That's very interesting. As you say, I think you're right. It is the perfect travel book because you can bring it on a plane and read it and enjoy it. A uh, hundred places to see uh, after you die, a travel guide to the afterlife. Uh, Ken Jennings, before I... the plane crashes, you're... you're <laughs> Oh my man, this is a dark conversation. Now, before I let you run a course, I got to ask you a couple of Jeopardy questions. Is that all right? Sure. Tell me what it is like when you're standing at that podium. I want to know what you see. I mean, I know you see the contestants, but we all are fascinated by what the screen looks like when you're behind the podium and how you're able to, you know, keep up with making sure you get the answers right. And then sometimes you guys will, you have to look over at the judges, make sure that that is acceptable. What is it? Tell me what it's like for you as the host to be standing there. What do you see? Well, you know, Alex always had a big piece of paper that had the whole game board on it. And he would X out the clues with a crayon. As, as we read through them. And that's how I was hosting at first, um, when I first guested for him. But now that we've kind of uh, child-proofed the set a bit, and now instead of a big piece of paper, the host has a monitor. Yeah. So the clue that pops up is always the same clue that pops up on the board, so you never get out of sync and read the wrong clue. Um, but it's a scan of a piece of paper, so you, you know I can make my own notes on that. And I spend a couple hours looking over the games and figuring out pronunciations and how to read stuff right and asking the writers questions. Um, there are some lights in front of me, so I, the, the, the judges can signal me, yeah, we think that's good enough, or ah. no, that's not quite right, so I can see lights there. 
Um, and there is still a button that makes the boop, 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 climbs up noise. Because Alex used to hit that himself. Like, if he was like, oh, these guys don't know it, he would just be, boop, 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 boop. oh, no, sorry, there's the sound. We're right. time. You know, he, he would do that all himself. The host doesn't do that anymore, but I still have the button, so I, I sometimes bump it accidentally. So you haven't uh, you haven't earned the boop 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 status as uh, Jeopardy host just yet. <laughs> That's right. You got to host for thirty eight years before you get <laughs> understood. And also, uh, how much money would it cost for you to get Johnny Gilbert to do an introduction for our show? Because he's got the best announcer voice in the history of the business. Johnny Gilbert is amazing. You know, all these announcers. You know, Don Pardo and Johnny Gilbert are the only two Jeopardy announcers in history, and they're all going to live to be like one hundred and twenty. I think like that's the the path to eternal youth. Well, to be a Jeopardy announcer. And Johnny is the best and the greatest at what he does. No question. Well, God bless him. I hope he does live to 120. And maybe then if he can buy his book. You buy your book, rather, and he'll know exactly what to expect when the time does come. <laughs> so there you go. Look at that. It's like I'm a professional. Ken, it's great to talk to you, man. Thanks for being on. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, that would be very stressful to be the host of Jeopardy. I mean, this is uh, involved what we do here. but Yeah. I would have tremendous anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, let me put it to you this way, and this might come off the wrong way, but I don't mean it to. If they said, hey, Jimmy Fallon is sick, and Jimmy's our buddy. He's called in before, right? Yes. If they said, Jimmy Fallon is sick, Robbie and Rochelle, can you go in there and do this? No, I would be, you know, I'd have some jitters, but I could do it. I think I'd be fine. I, t- I, I could not host Jeopardy. That's a tough gig there. I would be nervous about pronouncing all the words. In sure. The- <laughs> yeah. That would be my biggest thing, because I know they have the answers. They know what they are. But I would be nervous about reading the actual clues. I would have to go through before the show and make sure I knew how to pronounce everything perfectly. Yeah. That would be very nerve-wracking. But, Joe, you ever, I know you have. You'd have been the grand marshal of a parade, those sort of things. They, they want you to make remarks sometimes. And when you have to read a prepared deal and you can't ad-lib, like ad-libbing is how I get by in life. If you have to read it, I've always been, because I'll see a word and I'll be like, oh, boy, I'm going to stumble on that word. Then inevitably, when you get to that word, you do stumble over it because your yeah. brain mm-hmm. plays that little trick right, on you. Right, know? right. Yeah. Oh, I used to, in church, Good I used job. to uh, get up and do the the reading, you know, before the priest gets yeah, up and reads yeah, the thing. Yeah. And there would always be, you know, I don't know, Constantinople or whatever it was. And I would see <laughs> it in my head and it just, I'd yeah. know it was coming and you screw it up. I do that all the yeah. time, yeah. And inevitably, you go to your, your MC fallback, you know, and I say, uh, sorry, folks, I haven't had coffee. And they're like, oh, geez, I'm in church. Why did I just, I'm making jokes up here. <laughs> going straight, talk about Ken's book. I'm going straight to hell now. Oh, boy. I remember walking off the altar one time. Priest is just shaking his head like this. Stupid that was, Honest <laughs> to God. You're not invited back to do this. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, they asked me to do that. I, I said, no, thank you. It's uh, it's a little stressful. It's so I can, It is. No, yeah. it's tough. That's tough. It's a different skill set. But I mean, Ken's got yeah. the three cameras. He's yes. got the people there. He's got an audience. Yeah. I mean, the game is moving. He's luckily, gonna, oh, I could never do it. Luckily, it's not live, though. True. So if he does yeah. mess up, they can go back and fix whatever they need to fix. If it was live, that yeah. would be even more nerve-wracking. Maybe my favorite part of that is that he says, Alex used to uh, have the button, God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. So if he was annoyed that the contestants didn't have an answer, he's like, boop, 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 that's it. We're mm-hmm. moving on. I read that before, that he, he was able to control how long they had to answer the question. And, you know, he, he was not going to be... Bias per yeah. se. I'd like to have one but. of those for some. You go in a business meeting and people. Are, <laughs> and I think uh, anyone else in the boop, 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 we're done. Let's go. It'd be great to have that button in life, yes. wouldn't it? Come on now. Yeah. So, a uh, thousand places to see after you die. New from Ken Jennings on the bookshelves. You know, I, I hate to say this, but I haven't read a book in a long time. I haven't sat down and mm. read a book. I haven't. Uh, I buy books, then I, I never get through them. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Terrible. The only books I seem to be able to get through in the past. Several years are smut books. Yeah, you got a I've, bunch yeah. of them. You're I've always reading those. Yeah. But they're Some all smutty. Smut. Yeah, there's nothing educational about anything that I'm reading no. at all. That's okay. <laughs>
She does, uh, what is it, the De- not Danielle Steele, but those kind of books. Yeah. I did. I did uh, do an audio book of the uh, Mueller files. That was oh, like a, yeah. that was like a long thirteen hours. <laughs> yeah, she was listening to tape, and that's uh, Bob Woodward, the newspaper reporter, anchors the oh whole thing. Oh my god! It was thirteen that hours, Joe. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you sat through all that. I mean, that's wow. interesting, but not thirteen well, hours. Oh yeah, maybe forty-five minutes. I could do. That's about it. It's a long. I, I did Ugh. a road trip. I drove to Michigan by myself in the winter, <laughs> listening to the Mueller files. It was a lot. You and Bob. Oh Woodward. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back to my smut after that. I was yeah. like, this yep. is too much. Good idea. So, I'm sure there was some smut in the Mueller report. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was actually. There I'm was sure some, there was plenty. Of, interesting stories yeah. in there. <laughs> a couple of Stormy Daniel stories, yeah. pretty smutty, I'm sure. Yeah. I tell you what, 13 hours of Bob Woodward. God bless you. Yeah. It was good. The best part was it reminded me of some of the business meetings we have here with Jeff, who used to work here, where his wife sometimes will yell in the background because he's working from home and she doesn't want him working. Bob's wife would do the same thing. Bob Woodward's wife would do that? Yes. She would interject and say, Bob, are you ready? And you could hear her screaming from like, he's he's talking to the president right now. Do we know what's happening here? Yeah, the guy that was here here before me, he still works for us. He uh, he does some Saturday, he'll come in and do a thing for us. But Jeff Rafter was a guy and he's been around for years and years, mm-hmm. and he hired us, and he had to, it's, I guess it's kind of a rare thing in his business where he got to say, I'm retiring, but I'm going to hire my replacement, and for some reason, he hired us, but the first <laughs> couple of meetings, now he's he's in Florida a lot of the time, right? First couple of meetings, he's on Zoom in Florida, and he'd be talking and telling old stories, and you could just hear passive-aggressive <laughs> dishes being put away, the sink is running, and he's like, well, I think we got to go have dinner now. <laughs> like, that was Mrs. Rafter, a little upset that you're taking too long yeah. on the phone. You're, you're retired, Jeff. Let it go. It's okay. <laughs> Same thing was happening in my audiobooks. Oh, it's great. Passive aggressiveness. Bob, Bob, enough about Trump. Let's go. It's time for dinner. <laughs> I got reservations. <laughs> We're meeting the Smiths at 645. Let's go. That's pretty good. That was good times. Yeah. <laughs> great times. And look, here we are. Two years later, we've, we've survived. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just mm-hmm. barely. Just barely. Just barely. 1071, the boss. Are you, did you take a handful of my pills? You just slowed down a little bit there. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. No, well, I'm trying to fill the time. You know? it's just, <laughs> I mean, there's literally nothing going on. That's fine. Okay. Well, um, it's fine in the parkway. And we're okay. Like, Joe, you all right over yeah. there, big guy? Yeah, I'm just trying to. Trying to Not earn his check. Not do a twenty-second traffic report. No. You well, know? as Johnny Carson would say, we're looking for warm bodies four nights a week. You know, VH1 so. <laughs> had jingles when they first came on. VH1, VH1. You love jingles. Seven fifty-four. Big Boss Bob is going to yell at me. I'm running real late here. Mm-hmm. We're at sixty-five here at Boss HQ. Let's hop to it. It's he said, she said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. There he is, one of the original VJs at VH1, Michael Scott Shannon himself. So here's the question today. What gets in a meet? Hold on one second. What? Every time I hear that, I go, ah! (laughs) (laughs) You got a little PTSD from the old days? (laughs) It's a sad day. Yogi Berra has passed away. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. What gets an immediate yes from you? Someone says something and immediately you'll go, yep. First thing that comes to mind for me is donuts. Someone says, you want some donuts? Yep. <laughs> yep. Want some free money? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Free money. Mm. Absolutely. Want free me to, money. Want me to give you a ride so you don't have to drive? Yep. Yeah. First four or five things come to my mind I can't say. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to go out to eat? Yep. I yep. Always. Someone says, yeah. "Do you want to pet my dog?" Yep. Well, that's a good answer. Absolutely. Always want to pet your yeah. dog. 
The same, same, same kind of thing. You want a beer? You know? Yeah. yeah. You want a beer? That'd be number five for Joe. The first four he can't mention. Can't mention. Uh, a salary um, increase. Yep. Yup. Yep. That's another good answer. All right, you get the idea. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Sex. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Yep. Hang on, I got to pee first. Yeah. Hang on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little TMI, but <laughs> <It's my life. laughs> but listen, nothing but honesty here, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sad day, Yogi Bear is dead. What gets an immediate? Oh, wait a minute, I gotta pee first. <laughs> yeah. What gets an immediate yes from you? Someone asks you, and you go, "Yep, uh, yes, I will." What gets an immediate uh, yes? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Get off for a second. I gotta pee. <laughs> Hang on. Wow. You're pushing on my bladder. 774. That's horrible. That's you, you took it too far. You always See, take it too far. That's horrible. Call us. Text us. Facebook us. Those are coming up next year. Joe said. He said. Jesus. We all said. Thank you for choosing our radio show. We got no show without you. I know I've been hyping it quite a bit, but we're excited. We're about 10 minutes away now for that $1,000 cash bonus. This is kind of the uh, grand finale of our Boss Radio Bucks. So if you've qualified... You could be getting a call in a few minutes. Matter of fact, it could be Outlaw Pete, super fan Outlaw Pete, checks in with us all the time. Yes. You just see the message you just sent us? I just saw that. Pete was, I guess, somebody who managed to get through because he sits and listens all day. God yeah. bless him. Yeah. God love you, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Sits here all day, lo- loves radio station, listens to no other radio station. He's mm-hmm. listening to the music. He's listening to the boss. He said he managed to get through to Michelle's show and won himself one of those boss boombox. He's had a little get-together over the weekend. It was stolen. Someone stole his boss boombox. I hope it was just a matter of misplacing it or somebody scooped it up well, and didn't mean, I mean to, but... It's branded. It's yeah. it's You don't mistake that for yours. I, <laughs> I brought my boombox. I took yours by mistake. <laughs> Boy, that's terrible, Someone isn't it? Someone stole his boombox. I'm telling you, everywhere I go lately, people go, hey, I, I, I heard know. you guys giving away those boomboxes. I'd love one. I know. The only way to win them was to do them on the air. We had, I, know. I don't know, what, a couple hundred of them on the air, and that's it. We're going to have to get some more. I know. This is ridiculous. They're being, they're being stolen. They're being... Uh, we should put flyers out for Pete. Heisted, yeah. Have you seen me? Like a missing animal poster yeah. on a... Sorry, Outlaw Pete. I wish what I had another bummer. one to give you, but on a hand of God, we give we away everyone we have. We don't have any. We have none. So I talked to the uh, you know, the powers that be here, mm-hmm. Big Boss Bob's guy. Yes. Who, who handles the, the cash. The cash guy. And he's like, you know, it's a, we'll have to talk about it because... <laughs> right. It's ex- They're not yeah, cheap. I don't know. Well. I just feel terrible for Pete. I don't know what to do. That's such a bummer. Well, maybe he'll win the thousand bucks and I won't feel so bad. Yeah. We, we have no idea. We were going to pull it out of the hat, yeah, so I have no yeah, idea. So yeah. I don't want you to think we're rigging this thing. Of course not. We'd never do that. <laughs> or he said, she said, just got going here. What gets an immediate yes from you? Someone asks you, you say, yeah, right away. How do you answer that? Shelly said, you want to go for ice cream? Yep. <laughs> Brett said, strip club. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what Joe didn't want to say. Yeah. Because we keep judging him about his <laughs> frequenting, <laughs> being a patron of the strip clubs. Text from 0933 said, want a day off? <laughs> yep. Paul said, cheesecake and pizza? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and text from 4815 said, 20 ribeye for 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Go see Joe Nolan at a parking yes. lot. You'd be all set. Yep. Now let's go to line two. Speaking of super fans. Hey, Riley. How you doing, bud? All right, Ray. How are you, buddy? Good. To answer your question, yeah. if someone asks you to turn on Robbie Rochelle, that's an absolute test. Oh. Thanks. Ray, you're on vacation. Why are you up? I want to listen to you guys. <laughs> Ray, you're like our hype man. You're like the guy that comes out and pumps up the crowd before we start. There you go. I don't get it, but I certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. What gets an immediate yes from you? Someone asks the question, you say, yeah. 
732-774-4444. Lines open. Would love an answer on this, especially if you have the day off. Take a second. Think about it. You get time. Have your coffee. Take a sip. Mm-hmm. And call it answer. Or text it. Or get us on Facebook. It's time for a little something from silly song guy Kevin for Father's Day weekend. Odds at the casino. Vegas Arena. Say you would be mad. Foolish To bet De Niro Pacino. At casino. To become a new dad. That could be sad. But now there. Dad's all over. It's so fine. Dad's all over. They're still in their prime. And moreover, Al's 83. Robert's 79. Al says he still has swagger. And they still have their fun. She once dated Mick Jagger. That was just a dry run. Now these two are dads all over. Eight more nannies or nine. Dads all over. Bring that baby on board side. Dads all over. Al's 83. Robert 79. Robert D. says one thing that I guarantee. We see no more kids, at least not in 223. Are you talking to me? <laughs> Those two will meet soon. When it's not so ideal, I can feel 3 a.m. with a full moon. Searching for infamil. Such a deal. I'll say Bobby D. We are dads all over. This ain't too groovy. Dads all over like a bad De Niro movie. Dad's all over your 79 and I'm 83. <laughs> it's he said. She said. Yes. With Robbie and Rochelle. Someone comes up to you, asks you something. Then you go, yeah, right away. There'd be no question in your mind. What gets an immediate yes from you? That's our question this morning. Someone asks you and you say, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Lars says being upgraded to first class. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yep. <laughs> Text from 6608 said happy hour. Mm. Text from 7716 said, do you want to go party on a yacht? Yeah, sure I do. <laughs> Marcy said Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> what was I just reading? Hang on a second. I was just reading something. Ryan has got himself a new uh, streaming show. Oh, he's yeah, going to read bedtime stories. It's a streaming uh, streaming site called FUBU, F-U-B-O. Uh-huh. No, FUBU is the clothing line. Yeah. FUBO, FUBO, Fubo? I'm sorry. F-U-B-O. FUBO, and mm-hmm. uh, it's called Bedtime Stories with Ryan Reynolds. It's uh, bedtime stories for adults to help you relax. The first episode uh, gets uploaded to FUBO tomorrow night if you're a Ryan Reynolds fan. A little FYI for you there. So. I don't know if I could go to sleep to Ryan Reynolds. He's just, he's funny to me. So yeah. I would have a hard, I would just laugh at him because I know he's not being serious. Whatever right. he's doing, it's not, he's not meditating or doing something. I just see Deadpool. So it's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> not going to put you to bed. No, no. no. <laughs> Morgan Freeman would be nice. He should do that. Yeah. Again, I, I if that voice of God. If I know? had someone who's going to put me to sleep. It's probably it needs to be an unknown voice to me. Otherwise, I'm going to start thinking about the movies that they're in and what they've done, and I wonder how much they make and how much are they making for this. And then that'd be a little side hustle for Kermit. We'll have him do it. No, no, I'm definitely not falling asleep to Kermit. <laughs> hey, how are you? Text from two seven one four said, "Did we just become best friends?" Yep. yep. What gets an immediate yes from you? We'll keep that going on the Text Connect anytime today, 732-774-4444, or on the Facebook machine, your he said. She said. Well, here we go. Time for a live telephone call. $1,000 cash bonus. Boss Radio Bucks. 
couple hundred have qualified. Only one will win $1,000 right now. Shirley. Here we go. Looking for Shirley Grant from Sea Warren. We said you got to answer your phone to win. Mm-hmm. I think she won with us. She won the money from oh, us. Yeah, maybe. So I remember that name. I see the name came up here. Hmm. Pick up. Mm. Wake up, Shirley. Huh? Hello? Hi, is this Shirley? Yes. Shirley, it's Robbie and Rochelle from 1071 The Boss. Hi. Hi, from Hi. where? From 1071 The Boss, the radio station. Remember talking to us? Oh, just a moment. 1071 The oh. radio station. Oh. Hang on. Good morning. Hi, that, that wasn't Shirley. This is Shirley. This is Shirley, yes. I'm so sorry about that. It came up as a doctor's office. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where I'll be later today. Sorry, Shirley. Shirley, this is Robbie and Rochelle. How are you? I'm well. How are you today? I like that you've got your own assistant there answering the phone. That's pretty big time. That's that's big time stuff. Shirley, I'm calling you because you won the Boss Radio Bucks. You get $107. You get the Boom Box. And you won the grand prize bonus $1,000. Oh, my gosh. I could fall over. <laughs> well, don't do that. Yeah, well, good thing you're in a doctor's yeah, office. Yeah, they right? got that. <laughs> you got $1,000 extra cash. How about what are you going to do with a grand? Any ideas? Pay some bills. Well, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Practical answer. I like that. Hopefully you spend a couple of bucks on you. Robbie and Rochelle. Yeah, I'll do something fun with it, too. All right. I got one favor I need to ask. Can you tell everybody who really is Jersey's free money radio station just gave you $1,000, Shirley? That's 107.1 The Bar. Congratulations. More free money coming soon. You got that grant. Time right now for your CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, which is powered again by Monmouth Park. I know they had a big to-do over the Father's Day weekend. Well, next weekend, already thinking about next weekend, it's a wine and pizza festival. Enjoy delicious pizza from some of the area's top pizza chefs, plus live music, wine sampling, and more. I mean, pizza, music, and booze. What more do you need? Nothing. That's perfect. Get your tickets in advance at (laughs) SeatGeek.com slash Monmouth to save 15%. Or, of course, you can get them as you walk in right there at the uh, box Mm -hmm. office. So, thank you. Monmouth Park. Boss Roadies will be on tour this weekend. We'll see you at Monmouth Park. And then on Sunday, it's another live Springsteen on Sunday at Bar A. Lake Como, doors open at 8. Broadcast starts at 9. Of course, Tom will have special guests out there, as he always does. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Jake Thistle is back this weekend. Oh, that's fun. We lost, last saw him on Blast Off Day. He's a very sweet kid. And I mentioned I got the uh, tickets for you to join us, but then Wednesday the 28th is a Boss Night Listener Appreciation Party, Breakwater Beach and Seaside. That starts at 5 o'clock. Sensory Social Hour for Adults is happening tomorrow at the Jackson Branch Sensory Space. Starting at 11 in the morning, explore sensory activities, play mm-hmm. games, and interact with others. It's the OceanCountyLibrary.org for all the details. That reminds me of... Uh, Remember I used to talk about when I was a kid, we went to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And Epcot used to have this thing, you walk through it, and they would change colors based oh, on... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would always be red when I walked through. <laughs> so go figure that out. It was like a giant mood ring. I would say they... I don't think they were mood lights, but maybe. That I don't know. It was a funny thing. I, my mother would walk through, it'd be blue. I'd walk through, it turn red. So Every time? Yeah, I remember that as a kid. Every time you walk I, I'm through I'm sure it, there's it was... museums of science and stuff that have the same deal, where you walk through and it's supposed to detect your mood, and it would change color, like this tunnel. And when every person walked through, it turned a different a sensory tunnel or something. That's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I got one at the Jackson Branch Library. Uh-huh. Ocean okay. Grove Garden Tour and Art Walk is happening this Friday. Visit local artists and see their work displayed with a self-guided walking tour from 11 to 4. That sounds fun. Ocean Grove Chamber of Commerce on Facebook. Just search them for the deets, the details, the mm-hmm. deets. That's what the kids say today. Yes. Hit me with the 411. Hit me with the deets. 
That's what they say. I gave them to you. And the Pride Run 5K is Saturday, 9 o'clock, downtown Hoboken, Pier A Park. Ticket includes a three-pack of Pride-themed socks and sunglasses. Oh, that's fun. I mean, if you're going to be marching, you're going to have the goofy-looking socks. Absolutely. The beads and all that business. Mm-hmm. 100% of the proceeds go to the Hudson Pride Center, eventbrite.com. Search Hoboken Pride Run if you would like some details. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Every Monday morning, right about this time, I have the name of a deceased celebrity, a famous person from some realm of fandom. Could be show business, could be sports, could be music. Yeah. So it could be a TV star, movie star, could be a comedian, could be a politician. You just never know whom will be the dead guy or girl in the envelope. Joe and Rochelle will ask yes or no questions and we'll open it up to you. And over get to this morning wins tickets to go see Tears for Fears. That's oh. happening at uh, end of the month in Madison Square Garden, June 26th. <laughs> dead guy in the envelope, June 19th edition. First question, Joe Nolan. Is this uh, person a uh, actor? Yes. Is this person a man? Yes. This person uh, a star in the 80s? No. Was this person an actor on television? Yes. Did this person win a um, Emmy? No. Is this person famous for anything other than acting? Yeah. Hmm. I hate when you do that. <laughs> yeah. Was this person also a singer? No. Was this person uh, famous for movies? Yes. Was this person uh, in politics as well? No. Did this person die within the past five years? No. Mm. You're going to love this. this person old when he died. uh, Yes. You're going to love this, but as I often do, I say this mm, has a little connection to something going on today. It never really does. (laughs) So I select which envelope I open every day that we do this. Uh, was this person, is this person famous for a specific role? Yes. Television, specific, uh, drama, TV drama? No. All right, so comedy then. Yes. Um, Want to go over what we know again? Sure. No. All right. No, okay. <laughs> sure. It's a man, died when they were old. Died more than five years ago. Did some movies, did some TV, known for TV, known for comedy on TV, known for a specific character on TV. That's about what we did. Not an award-winning actor, though. Did not win an Emmy or anything like that for his TV work. Was this TV show on in the uh, 70s? No. Oh. Was this TV show on in the 90s? Nope. 50s? Yep. 50s. Hmm. We may have to have a limit on the. Uh, <laughs> was he? TV uh, listen, I'm a, l- let me say this. Not only is there a connection today, this is not by any means an obscure television star. This is somebody that you may not even have any idea. You've never seen this person on the screen, but you know who they are. Was this person married to someone famous? No. Best thing to do is keep asking questions. Narrow it down. Uh, was he on Sundays? 
was the show on Sundays? Yeah. No. Not specifically, no. So he wasn't a star, because if he was a star, he'd be on <laughs> This is some obscure 50s it is, television It is actor. not an obscure television actor. <laughs> this, uh, is a, this is a pinch yourself when you find out who it is kind of dead guy. Uh, did this person die in the 90s? No. Did he play a father on TV? No. Did he play a husband on TV? Nope. Good questions. That'll help narrow down the comedic television program. Hmm. Was it a kid's show? Mm, sure. Kids liked it. Um, you said he did play a father. No. No, he did not play a father. Nope. Hmm. Was he? F- um. Did he sing on this show? No, not a singer. Joe, give us one more, and then we'll right. open up the phone lines here. Mm. Was it a western? No, that's a oh, good question good, good, too. Good question. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Phone lines now open for you. If you're sitting here screaming at the radio with an idea, call us, mm. and the uh, first person to correctly identify dead guy in the envelope wins tickets to Tears for Fears, Madison Square Garden, end of the month. June 26th, right in the thick of it, dead guy in the envelope. Let's review what we have learned so far Mm -hmm. about today's dead guy. And yes, as usual, there is a minute connection. Well, actually, not really a minute connection. There's a decent connection to something happening uh, in the world today. There's a connection to today in 2023 with this dead person who has been dead for more than five years, but did not die in the 90s either. Known uh, primarily for television, although did some movies, movies and television. Known for a comedic role, known for a specific role. Died when they were old, not married anybody famous, not an Emmy-winning actor. Matter of fact, someone famous enough that you're going to know him even if you don't know the show. You've never seen the show. Do I cover all? I think those are all the things you I know. Did that's not, it. Did not yeah. play a father on TV. Mm-hmm. I think Joe asked if he played a father on TV. Mm-hmm. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. First person to correctly identify dead guy in the envelope wins tickets to Tears for Fears. Big show at Madison Square Garden coming up on June 26. Good morning. It's a boss dead guy in the envelope. What do you think? Tim Conway? Nope. That's a good guess. I think Tim Conway dead. He might have died a couple of years ago. Died in the last five years. This person died well before that. Did this person die in the 70s? Yes. Died in the 1970s. I feel like I might know who it is. Really? But I Maybe. But I don't want to say it because I can't win tickets. Okay. Keep asking questions here. Um, 732-774-4444. Was this person also on radio? I think they did some radio in the early days, sure. sure. Vaudeville, all of that. They go way back in show business. I mentioned this. Here's a question Joe had asked. The show was uh, seen on television in the 50s and before. Hi, it's a boss. Dead guy in the envelope. Uh, Roy Rogers? Not Roy Rogers. And known for a comedic role. Joe asked that question, too. Was it a Western? No, it was not a Western was, not a not a family sitcom per se. Was the show named after him that he was on? No. No. Okay. No. Maybe I don't know who it is then. Wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> um, I was thinking Jack Benny. Oh, Jack Benny's a good guess. Yeah. No. no? Yeah. Okay. He died in the seventies. Yes. Not Jack Benny. And he was eighty when he died. Yep. And he's comedic role. That's not a husband or a father. Let me, let me give you a little hint. Okay. However. Okay. Uh, I think uh, 
Jack Benny would have been one of the more intellectual comedians of his day. Uh huh. Not so much with this guy. Not so much with this no, guy. No, not a not a thinking man's kind of comedy. Slapstick, goofy stuff. Almost, almost a kid's show, really. Kids like this show a lot because of how silly the comedy was. Hmm. Dead guy in the envelope, 732-774-4444. I'm telling you, this is a major celebrity. Joe always goes, it's got to be some obscure co-star of some show that was on for one year. No, this is a major, major iconic figure in the history of comedy. Did this person appear with Johnny Carson? Sure, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Oops, just let out a little hint there. Hmm. All right, phone lines ringing here. Hi, it's Boss. Hello. Hi, do you have a guess? Yes, Charlie Chaplin. Nope, excellent guess, though. Hi, it's a Boss, dead guy in the envelope. Soupy Sales. No, Soupy Sales, another great guess. You were right in the right wheelhouse, okay? I would imagine that uh, Soupy would have known this person. Hi, it's a boss, dead guy in the envelope. Uh, red buttons. Nope, not red buttons. And you're right there. You're right in the pocket. We're getting closer now. Remember, red buttons lived longer than that. I think Soupy was alive till just a couple of years ago. So this person's been dead a long Died time. Died in the 70s. Died in the 70s. Popular 50s and before, though. Hi, it's a boss. What's your guess? Hey, like, please. Say that again. I'd like to guess. Oh, yeah, the sure. Dead guy in the envelope. Please do. Mo from the Three Stooges? Yeah, it is oh. Mo Howard from the Three Stooges. Very nice. Nice. Mo uh, was born on this day of history, so oh, there's a little connection to today, nice. but we lost him way back in 1975, and what was tricky when I did the, eh, as you guys see, famous oh. for TV or movies, well, they were seen in theaters, but then they were on television for years right. and years, and right, that's where right, most right. people saw the Three Stooges. Nice. Mo, Mo Howard. Congratulations. What's Thank your name? You. My name's George. George, you got tickets. Go see Tears for Fears at the Garden coming up on June 26th. Nice job. Okay, thank right. you. How do I pick them up? Well, you can hang in the line and we'll get all your info, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Matter of fact, you don't have to pick them up at all. We'll mail them to That's you. That's right. So hang on, George. We'll get all your info. All right, coming off Father's Day weekend, should have some good stuff here, especially from moms who are annoyed they had to do all the hard work, or maybe from dads. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We follow that uh, hashtag, hashtag mom. Confessions. And then every morning, 72920, we share them like this. Amanda Sparks said, Today my eight-year-old told me that she deliberately spelled a word wrong in the last round of the school spelling bee because if you lose, you get a piece of candy. <laughs> but if you win, you just get a boring medal. No, I would go with the candy myself. A little <laughs> Jolly Rancher. Who needs a medal? At Kiss My Fat Ash mm. said... I had to be really careful there. Yeah. <laughs> we let my five-year-old try a root beer, and after he took a big gulp, he yelled, Oh, my gosh, I can feel myself turning into a man. <laughs> a little hair on your chest, kid. <laughs> Have that Dr. Pepper. And Chris Giordano said, I told my eight-year-old that a dozen is 12, but a baker dozen is 13. And huh. he said that makes sense because there's a kid at a school named Baker who's really bad at counting. <laughs> Let's not even discuss why there's only eight buns in a hot dog bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very right. confusing. <laughs> Hashtag mom. It's every morning, 720 and Someone in, you might hear yours right here. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We will start at number five and count down today. And a friendly reminder, you can always stay in touch with us on all the socials, either at 1071 The Boss or at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. Podcast is right up there at 1071theboss.com or wherever you get yours. All right, we'll start at number five as we get going here. Here's a TikToker. 
who's singing in the bathroom, posted video of herself singing. It started to go viral. Hmm. And she's not kidding around. You know, you go on American Idol, they tell yeah. you, I would stay away from the big Whitney Houston, the big Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this girl. She's singing right into her hairbrush in the video, doing all those big songs. And I'll tell you what, she sounds great. Hmm. Here's a... You got to hear the Whitney Houston one too. It's pretty good. Just get the karaoke thing going wow. in the background. Here comes the big money note. You ready? Wow. Man, I had to play all 40 seconds. I, I got thought, goosebumps everywhere. That was really good. That's I'm not amazing. easily impressed, as you may be aware. Yeah. I, I thought she was pretty good. we got to get a name on her. I don't She's know who she is. She's in the bathroom doing that? I'm going to start a record label, sign her. That's my ticket to retirement right yeah. there. Yeah. She's great. She's really good. Number four, YouTube musician. Uh, I guess it's a band. I don't, well, is it a band or a guy? It's called The Kiffness. I don't know. <laughs> could be a guy calling himself. That yeah, could yeah. be a band. I don't know. That's not the part that matters. But you know, we love animals that sound like they're talking. Mm-hmm. So this uh, YouTuber has his cat saying what kind of sounds like, I'm not, hello, I'm not, hello, and did like a little remix of it, looped it, oh. and turned it into oh, a song. made it a song. Here okay. it is. <laughs> oh. If you're sitting next to somebody on the train this morning and they're doing that little head bob dancing along, beat. might be to the cat. It's sometimes I'm, hello? <laughs> Certainly sounds like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Catchy. Number three, there's a woman online claiming that she bought stolen chairs from a McDonald's. She sees chairs for sale on the Facebook marketplace and she sees them and goes, wait a minute, these look like the chairs that they have at McDonald's because they have a certain oh, look. like in the little dining room yeah, area? certain motifs <laughs> at the McDonald's. It's like, if, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, they've got that color scheme. Yeah, McDonald's yeah, yeah, has got yeah, their yeah. color scheme. She thinks they were stolen, but she's been using them. Here is the... <laughs> well, I think these might be stolen, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to keep them. Here she is talking about what she thinks happened. Three years ago, I bought these chairs off of Facebook Marketplace and immediately the guy deleted his Facebook page afterwards, so that was a red flag, but I thought they were cute. And I always wondered where they were from. And this is what I saw last night in the South Georgia McDonald's. <laughs> well, so there you go. So she's uh, showing a picture on the screen if you're watching this video of her chair versus the McDonald's chair, and it's clearly the same thing. Boy, it sure looks like the same chair. If it isn't, it's quite a coincidence. I'm trying to imagine the... Ma- I've been in a McDonald's, and yeah. from what I remember, the chairs that are in there are not cute. They're like aluminum and white, and they have a weird vinyl seat mm. that the, with that weird cushion. They're- I think they have like a beige and a brown yeah, yeah, motif, that's what, right? Yeah, that's what I'm remembering, and Like too. I was saying, Dunkin' Donuts is the uh, orange and the purple. Right. Why would you see that on Facebook Marketplace and think, hmm, that would look good in my house? <laughs> what? The, uh, the theme, the aesthetic that I'm using in my kitchen is all brown. Everything everything looks like old wood paneling. It's very nice. And if they were stolen, how did he get chairs yeah. out of there without anybody noticing? And furthermore, well, how do we know they were stolen? Maybe the guy was just the manager right. of McDonald's. They were like, we're buying new chairs for this location. Take them. We're going to pitch it. They're going to be in the dumpster otherwise. You know very what I'm saying? strange. Or maybe they did throw them away. Too. There's so many scenarios. Mm-hmm. How do you get to it stolen? They're so dramatic. It is. So dramatic, I, these kids today. I think either way, it's time to get new chairs.
upstairs because those are definitely outdated. Yeah, stop by, go see our buddy Mike and Ashley and Freehold. You, you know what I'm saying? Perfect. Bonus story for you, Mental Floss. That's a cool website if you've mm-hmm. never been on it, by it the is. way. They have all these little memory games and that sort of thing. They've listed uh, spinoff shows that may be considered better than the original. The mm-hmm. uh, number one, Frasier, better than Cheers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, people, I don't uh, know they, if it's better. It's different. I don't know if I agree with this, but some people saying that the uh, Frasier theme song, you know, the... Toss salad yeah, and scrambled yeah, eggs, yeah, better yeah, yeah. than the Cheers theme song. No. That I don't know that I can get on board no, with. No, 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 no. Come on. Very different kinds of shows, though, yes. so it's hard to... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to compare the two because right. they are... I understand it's a spinoff, but I don't think it's better. It's just so different. I think that new Frasier is on the Paramount Plus. It is, yeah. You know what's so frustrating? We keep seeing things for Paramount Plus, and that's like the one streaming app we don't have. <laughs> We're paying... 12 bucks a month I for know. 15 of these things. It's the one we don't have. It's the one we have a bootlegged password for. I know. And I got that Sylvester Stallone show on there. You mm-hmm. got the Star Trek. Joe keeps talking about that. Mm-hmm. And I get the new Frasier. But... We're going to have to delete one of the other ones to get that one. And I'm trying to think of which one we can get rid of. Which one do we use the least? Probably HBO. That's the one we use the least. I I'm, so, I'm sorry. Max. Oh, it's Max it's now. Max yes, now. it's Max. Number two, Tom <laughs> Holland. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, what do they have in common? They've all played Spider-Man, Spider-Man. right? Mm-hmm. They have a, a group chat on their phone, according to Tom, who's just <laughs> doing press right now, called the Spider-Boys. That's awesome. <laughs> Tom says they periodically like to catch up with each other and share experiences about being former Spider-Man. <laughs> Man, that is the nerdiest what? thing. I, that is the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Toby, it's me, Tom. Oh. <laughs> I had to go to this premiere, and everyone's like, hey, look, it's Spider-Man. Did that hurt your feelings? Because my therapist didn't understand. <laughs> they're, com- they're comparing suit sizes. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to wear a codpiece? Because I did. <laughs> Bunch of rich guys. Very nerdy. The Spider-Boys. Bonus, bonus story for you. Speaking of uh, shows Joe likes, I know he likes that Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Costner not coming back, right? Isn't it? Or he's uh, filming one more season think, that he's yeah, not coming no, back? Yeah, no, I don't think he's coming back. They talked about the show ending, but now I don't know if it's actually ending, but right. either way, he's not coming back. I think, is that on Paramount also? I think it is. It might be. Because that's another show we've it never seen. Be. Everybody tells us about Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. Kevin uh, Costner says his uh, strange wife, and part of her issue is mm-hmm. that he's still working on location yeah. and she doesn't want to travel with him, yeah. blah, 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 is uh, charging lots of money on his credit card. He said she's so far charged over almost a hundred thousand dollars oh on their joint credit card since they broke he also, or broke up also says that she will not move out of one of their homes <laughs> even though he has asked her to well honestly that's smart on her part because yeah. if she leaves legally they can fight for it in court but if she stays she yep. can say this is my house i think that's exactly what's going so on she's, there. she's got some legal advice going on there so only as somebody who's been through one of these things <laughs> i know if you leave the residence you leave the residence. Somebody's talking to Brandon J. Broderick, yes, right? that's right. Kevin's like, oh, hi, Spidey boys. I have a question. <laughs> you guys uh, know what to do because my wife is charging my credit card. Number one, here's some great news. NASA says an asteroid about the size of the Brooklyn Bridge is about to pass by Earth. They describe it as potentially hazardous. Oh, my gosh. Although astronomers say it's still about 2.5 million miles away, should it oh. divert off course, that could mean a serious impact. They still don't believe it would. the likelihood of it striking in the... Uh, Killing people would be pretty pretty well, small, even if it were to strike the planet. 2.5 million miles away is pretty, pretty far. Yeah. It's, it's pretty far. But when it's in terms of asteroids blowing sure, up the Earth, sure. I say, uh, hey, cautious. Will Smith, you know that whole slap thing? <laughs> no problem. We're going to need you to go up there in the uh, spaceship, yeah. take, out the, uh, take out the asteroid for us, please. Blow it up. Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, the rapper Macklemore. I have the same mm. watch as him, by the way. You do? He's 40 today. How do you know that? I happened to see him on TV performing, and I looked down and I went, I got the same watch. He said, why, this is, I got my Apple watch today, but I got a gold watch. It looks just like the gold oh. watch he's got. Yeah. 
My I, guess is it's not the same. It yeah, just, yeah. His just is probably looks the same. his is probably real gold with yeah. real diamonds, and yours is gold plated. And even if you're not different. a hip hop fan like I am, I know everybody knows that uh, price tag song. What is it? Price tag. What's it called? What's this, what's the song he sings about the? I'm going to pop some tags. That's, yes. a, that's a catchy song right there. About those price tags. You're not a rap fan like me. I'm a big rap. That's fan. not what I said. I said maybe like me. You're not a rap fan. Oh, okay. But you do probably. You know the head. price tag song. You want to go back to the Whitney Houston girl? She was pretty Kinda. good. <laughs> Can we bring up the clip of the Whitney Houston girl again? I want to hear her. She from was. The, uh... She was really good. I want to know what she's going to sound like in a studio with processing. This is the. Uh... the... Right? Yeah. Come on. Better uh, than Macklemore. <laughs> he's the guy who sings that price tag song, you know? It's the, it's the price tag song. Actress Zoe Saldana, 45. Mia Sara, she played uh, Sloan, Ferris's girlfriend at Ferris Bueller's oh, Day Off. okay. Never, oh. to be, never to be seen again. <laughs> She's 56 today. Oh, no, really? Paula Abdul, 61. Mark DeBarge, I'll let you guess what group he was from, 64. <laughs> Kathleen Turner, I'm sorry. Kathleen Turner. <laughs> She's 69 today. It's, it's me, Kathleen Turner. Didn't she play Jessica Rabbit? Uh, she was the voice of Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. She was actually great. Uh, remember that show with, um, what's his face? Mike, Not Michael Keaton. Michael Douglas. The show where he's the old guy. The Kaminsky effect, I think oh, it was. Oh, the Kaminsky method. That's it. Yes. And she played his ex-wife mm-hmm. and she dies during the show. Yeah, she was excellent. Yeah. That was a really good a show. Great part. Ann Wilson from Heart, 73 today. Gone but not forgotten. What are you laughing at? I just, this price tag song. I couldn't remember the name called of it. Called Thrift Shop. Thrift Shop, that's what it is. <laughs> Lou Gehrig, born this day of history, 1903, and your dead guy in the envelope, Mo Howard, born this day of 1897. Yes. We lost him back in 1975, so there you are. Today, National Martini Day, National okay. Take Your Cat to Work Day. Man, we dropped the ball oh, on that one. poor Rick. And, Sitting at home, <laughs> drinking a martini. And as mentioned, it's a uh, federal holiday, Juneteenth today, so hopefully you are able to have the day off. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the day off today. <laughs> but now I'm all jacked up on four different medications, so I'm feeling a cool. little better, if I'm being honest with you. Now get some scotch and we'll be all set to go. I got some at my desk. Don't that a boy. Don't put it past me. You're gonna ha- this. Your stomach is just gonna be like a big hole. Like it's gonna go from the problem <laughs> in your back to no. the front, where you just you go in. The doctor's like, "Well, you got a hole in your stomach. Nah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'll be, it's the hole. Be fine. I'm like I'm missing here. I'm sweating. While yeah. I'm working. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Handfuls of pills. It's like I'm missing. It's great. It's all right. Dancing a Macklemore. <laughs> That's a good song. It is a good song. I don't know anything about the rap music, but the phone booth out on the Rockefeller Center. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know more about Imus than I thought you did. Oh, I know. I, you know, you hear the stories. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if it's any of it's true or not. But. You know, the movie. I know I've mentioned this before, but I was lucky enough to become friends with the guy Pig Virus. You know, from the yeah. Howard Stern movie Private Parts. That was a real guy. And after he worked at NBC, he went on to launch VH1, the cable channel. Mm -hmm. And he hired Imus and our friend Scott Shannon together. And he Mm -hmm. details one evening in the back of a limousine with mountains of (laughs) substances. (laughs) And I'm not saying saying anybody did anything, but boy, what a crazy... Can you imagine that scenario? That's just like maniacs loose in Manhattan, you know? It was was a crazy time, you know? 
They're playing Al Jarreau music videos and getting crazy <laughs> in the back of a <laughs> limousine. Is VH1 still a station? Yeah. They just, yeah they're, they're like MTV, right. though. They don't really do music anymore. They don't play oh, music okay. anymore. But I think the idea when they went there is that VH1 was going to be like the adult yeah. MTV. Yeah. I used to like VH1 a lot. I just don't have cable television anymore, so I, don't, I wasn't sure if it was a thing. They used to do pop-up video. Yeah. That was my favorite. Oh, what's funny is if you... Oh, are, remember that? Yeah. Pop-up video. Pop-up video. <laughs> the lady that did that is now the one that does the uh, Beach Shazam show. She, what do you mean she does the, the beach? The producer oh, of Oh, she's the yeah, producer yeah. of it. Okay. And I know that because she was also the producer of the, the old Top 20 Countdown that our friend Kane used to host on oh, VH1. Oh, I see. So okay. It's okay. all connected there. Oh. Well, there you go. But you remember in the 80s, MTV, you turn it on, they'd have like Twisted Sister mm-hmm. and Rat and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You put on oh, VH1 yeah. and it's like George Benson, we're in this love together. Right. <laughs> this is the lame of the two channels. but. Yeah. Scott was on. You know who else was on there, Joe? You remember Frankie Crocker? You remember that guy? Yeah, Frankie Crocker. He was on there, and uh, Bobby Rivers, a comedian, I think. Those are the original VH1. Who's the girl? Um, was there a, a female yeah, VJ on VH1? I can't remember. But it's Scott Imus, Frankie Crocker, right. and Bobby now Rivers. Now I got to look this up because I'm going to go the rest of my day trying to figure out who that was. VH1. <laughs> original VJs. VJs. Yeah. Rita Coolidge. Oh, was it Rita Coolidge? Carson Daly. Downtown Julie Brown? No, no, this that's MTV. No, that's MTV. Yeah. Rita Coolidge. I think it was Rita Coolidge. Rita a- Coolidge? According to Wikipedia. Hmm. Yeah. She had that hit, uh, what was that song, the, the Jackie Wilson song, Higher and Higher. Mm. That was her big claim to fame. Yes. Yep. There you go. It was it Dion oh, Warwick that did uh, Solid here Gold? Go. That's a different thing. Don Imus. Yeah, Frankie I- Crocker. Right. Scott Shannon. Yep. John Bauman. Oh, yeah, ba- Bowser, right. Bowser, and then Rita Coolidge. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I know, I Googled it, Joe. I didn't make oh. it up. <laughs> <laughs> She's one step ahead of you to the Google machine. Yeah. I just then Googled. Tim Bird. Bobby Rivers was later. Oh, Tim Bobby Bird. Rivers. Allison mm. Steele. Oh, yeah, Allison Steele, sure. There you go. Your uh, report here, Joe, is brought to you by the Stone Pony. I'm going to go ahead and do this for you because we're the official radio station of the Stone Pony. They're getting set to celebrate their 50th season next year. It's Stone Pony wow. summer this summer. Check out all the shows at stoneponyonline.com. Michelle Amabile was out there over the weekend. And who did I she saw ta- the pictures. Who did she take a selfie with? That governor of ours, Phil Murphy, and his fake, ta- fake teeth and fake hair. And I texted her and said, don't post that on the boss page. He doesn't like Joe Nolan. <laughs> did you really tell her that? I certainly did. What did Michelle say? She said, what's the story? She's like, Joe's the nicest person. He's like, first of all, let's not get crazy. Secondly. Let's not said, get crazy. He said, what's the story? Why doesn't he like us? I'll tell you another time. But I'm still mm. uh, licking my wounds that he didn't uh, dedicate uh, Blast Off Day to you. So. Not important. So there'll be, no, there'll be no Phil Murphy selfies on our boss page in no. honor of you. Because well. uh, I'm on Team Joe Nolan, you know? That's right. You told him, Phil. Darn right. That's right. Can't go on the boss page. Right. When he figures out who we are, then you know, that's, that's right. right. He won't look us up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he can ask his denture guy who who we are. Oh, stop! Oh, they're fake looking. He piece. actually looked pretty good in Michelle's no. picture. Captain Rich, he, uh, yeah, actually, he, looked, he, did. he looked good in that picture. No, he did. That not. was the first. I mean, he looked good in a while. Yeah, I no, he looked like he was having a good time. He looked all right. You, Captain oh, Rich, I'm sure he's having a good time. Yeah. Captain Rich that's sent a me a little uh, meme there where he looks like Fire Marshal Bill from you know the Jim Carrey character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's what he looks like with those fake teeth. Okay. Well.